Hiya, pals. <clears throat> Hi, pals, and welcome to the Disneyland Paris show. Here's your hosts, Lucy, Chris, and Hugh. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> And now, Disneyland Paris News! A new ice cream cart has appeared next to the Laugh and Go food truck near the car's road trip attraction. The ultimate princess celebration has been confirmed for August the 23rd through the 29th. The first official Premier Access entrance sign has been installed in Autopia. The health pass checks are now in operation at security before bag check. Welcome to another Disneyland Paris news show, listeners and viewers. Right, today we're going to be giving you our podcast recommendations. Plus, we're going to have a little brainstorm (laughs) about mini seasons, giving you our ideas. So a nice bit of armchair imagineering there again. Chris has got a competition announcement for all of you. But first, we're going to discuss that news. I'm going to put an extra bit in there because first, I want to know what made Hugh chuckle like a girl just then. It was it was when Chris went, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> just liked it. Fair there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, let's just... Oh, I just want to point this out as well. Uh, this mm. black bar going down the middle is actually mm. physical. So if you watch this... See, it's physical. Makes it makes its own noise. Get, get Wondering why we why we're not in the same um, room again, guys. It's because we are going on our Disney cruise at the end of this week. Hopefully, and we are doing everything we can to avoid contracting COVID before then. Or more specifically, we don't want Bonnie to. We're both double vaccinated, so. The odds are ever in our favour. They don't but, want my stinking um, germs anywhere near them, basically. I don't know. Well, I, you've had two people in your house exposed, haven't you? Um, <laughs> yeah, something like that. They've, they've no. both quarantined for, for a lot of days for no reason because n- neither of them have, have contracted COVID. It's one of those things, you know, yeah. those things that keeps so, happening. We've just been ultra careful, mm. that's all. Because mm. we really want to go on our cruise. We really, 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 oh. really do. Ooh. Sorry, uh, just, just, uh, just Susie's only popping in because they're starting their Marvel uh, marathon. <gasps> right. Susie, Excellent. did you decide on uh, chronological or order that they were made in the end? Anyway, carry on. Surely chronological. It's got to be, hasn't it? There oh. is a wrong answer, Susie, so be careful. <laughs> you get to put um, Black, Black Widow where it belongs now. Oh, yeah, I know, it, I know where it belongs. Go on, then. In the bin. Yes. Oh, no. Oh, hush. Wish, wish, wish. 20 pounds that cost me. I really enjoyed that. 20 <laughs> wasted pounds. It's not wasted if your wife enjoys herself. Same with Mulan. Shame, isn't it? I haven't but bought everything it. on Disney Plus, I've been a bit like... Ugh. There's a feminist bent to all these, isn't there? Maybe no. that's it. Maybe you're a misogynist. She says Maybe release order, Hugh. She says release order. She says release order. Do you know what? I knew she'd go with that because I was so, um, I was so adamant that it should be chronological that I thought... She's, other people are going to talk her out of it. She's going to go with release order. Can, can I tell you something? For, for Susie, me, one... if that's your choice, then I respect it. No, let me take that back. 
No, uh, um, enjoy the film, Susie, in whatever order you watch them in. Yes. Well, well you put, love them. You. Well put. Shall <laughs> I discuss the news? Oh, yeah, cool. What we have yeah. again. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, um, the first one, it's, it's a little bit pedestrian, but they've added a new ice cream truck next to the Laugh and Go cart. I think this is because... There's no sweet options at the Laugh and Go Kart, and there can't be really because it's based around cheese. Baby Bell cheese. <laughs> um, although cheesecake, can you make cheesecake out of Laughing Cow, or does it not quite work? I don't, I don't know. know. Um, so yeah, they've got an ice cream truck, but it's themed to Jesse. So it's it's becoming a little confused already that area, mm. you know, because the Laugh and Go truck is really is heavily car themed. Well, it's a car with a face basically it's a truck with a face um and then right next to it they've got one of the standard kind of box on wheels mm-hmm. ice cream carts with a parasol and jesse all over it so i mean I, I suppose it works because you're coming out of toy story land but it's just a bit of a shame to lose that theming already it all seems a bit confused around there to me so uh, it's not no big surprise. I, I've heard that they're selling um, mixed chopped vegetables mixed in ice cream in the little pots. No, <laughs> listeners, he's been dry, just like the vegetables. I've I've got full faith that when this expansion is fully realised, mm. everything will marry together a little bit better. I took. I, I was on a, a round of steroids not so long ago, and uh, also I chipped a tooth, so I had full faith as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a convoluted joke. Yeah, full you're faith, right. a full faith, and a chipped tooth. Full faith. Oh, okay, okay. It, it's quite good, I thought. I didn't get that. No, no, you didn't. Okay. Um. What was next? Uh, oh, we've got the ultimate princess celebration. Now this is only a week. 23rd of August till the 29th of August. We've known about the Ultimate Princess celebration sort of worldwide. If I just read this, a Dis- this is on the Disney website. A Disney princess represents kindness, courage, and bravery, and so much more. And Disney is highlighting these characteristics as part of a multi year global campaign. The celebration focuses on favorite princesses with music, merchandise, and much, much more. I love multi-year global campaign. I know. <laughs> Just for a bit. We're going to do it for a bit. Until we <laughs> get bored of it or it doesn't work. Everywhere. In in shops, <laughs> in parks, wherever wherever we feel like doing it. But it's it's a bit weird to sort of pinpoint it as a campaign because pushing princesses is, that's what Disney does. Mm. They don't need like an, an additional platform to do that, surely. Um, but I, I'm not mad about it. I am a princess Man, we are going to be all over it. Um, but it's just, it's it's a strange concept. Um, but the fact that Disneyland Paris have only dedicated a week to it makes it a mini season. So we're not entirely sure what to expect. Again, from the Disney website, it says, includes entertainment offerings, special treats and extra surprises. So I'm reading into that. They don't really know either. Queues at the Princess Pavilion. I think that's what we're looking at, looking out for. That's what we're going to get. Yeah. Well, the entertainment offerings, they have done, maybe it's because of COVID. <laughs> they did do uh, fireworks over Lake Disney for two or oh, three yeah. of the, the little mini events. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
pre-pandemic. And I'm just wondering if um, they had that planned, but they don't know if it's coming ahead or maybe they've got a quick pop-up show that's going to go on the Castle Theatre, but they're not committing themselves. And I think they would, if they knew, they would want to get people in. They would want to use it for promo. And this is, it's very, very vague. Special mm. treats. They're just going to use a different shaped cutter for the shortbread and Nutella, aren't they? But I can't wait to see what shapes they can think up next. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And you might have Aurora's face um, printed on a croque monsieur, perhaps. Yes. Mm-hmm. Croque madame. Mm. Oh, indeed. Although egg. the egg would cover the face. Croc, croc princess. I'll be called. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and extra surprises. There'll be stuff you can buy. There'll be stuff you can buy. Now, thing is, I'm being rather cynical about this, mainly because they've not given me much to be excited about just yet. But we are still unclear about our travel arrangements this summer. And if they get rid of the quarantine or we manage to wangle something, we will be there that week because that's the week that we should be in Florida. And that's the week we're going to be in Paris. And then they brought the um, COVID thing back. And I'm delighted. I love these little mini seasons, especially if mm-hmm. you've been to Disneyland Paris multiple times. It just means there's new things to experience. And something a bit different. Something a bit different. Yeah, we like something a bit different. And come and tell you about. Yeah. So I, I'm happy. Yeah, I'm good. Happy. And we are going to continue that discussion in our discussion section in just a moment. Ooh. Anything to report? What, in the chat? Yeah. Uh, let's see here. I just saw you reading. Um, <laughs> you can say no, not really. No, there is, there is. Uh, well, Matt Chester saying Black Widow was so disappointing. I agree. Uh, also, uh, the Chesters have doubled the audience in the Chester household. Mum and dad, uh, mum and stepdad are watching as well. Hello, mum and stepdad. So, hi, Mister and Missus Bishop. Um, so we'll be on our best behaviour. I no, feel, I feel to... like there are adults present. We need to bring our A game now, don't we? Yeah, so actually, <laughs> it says you know there's a certain number in the chat, but you can you can add a couple on there. You can add two or three into that. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Susie's saying, please stay friends with me. Hmm. Um, and, uh, <laughs> I mean, that was debatable to start with Susie. Let's be honest. And uh, Mum did an awesome gurn when veg and ice cream was mentioned. Oh, <laughs> sorry, Mrs. Bishop. What, what oh. was the new thing that we announced last week? It was our oh, rice pudding and apricot puree. I mean, that's fine. Well, that sounds appetising in comparison weird. to vegetables and ice cream. <laughs> Mark Riley's told us off, Mark with a Q. Why so cynical, guys? DLP is trying its best, honestly. Oh, no, yeah, I will. The- I agree. I agree. I'm not I'm not that cynical. I'm not that cynical. I am. I was. I was being, I was being pithy. Do, do you know what it is for me? I'm about it. Do you know what yeah. it is for me? It's been so long since any of us have been there and mm. we know all the good stuff and we know all the nice stuff and we can talk about it and wax lyrical all the time but um we've done that an awful lot so it's just nice and easy at the moment to just we, pick, we need pick to fights go. and conversations i think yeah. so, we need so, some disney so we're being pithy yeah. and once i get that chip too fixed uh, that'll become a different word <laughs> <laughs> caitlin jackson's here hi, hi caitlin, caitlin. Okay, I owe you a book, Caitlin. I owe you a book, and I still haven't sent it. Oh out. yeah, I tweeted you earlier about it as well. I really, really apologise. I have won a book. book. I found it in my office. Do you know, I need Bob? To post it to you, and I will do it this week. I'm using one of uh, Bob's courses today. Oh. That's and uh, as as I got this out, I looked at it and I, and I said, I said to myself, I love Bob. I think I yeah. actually love him. 
I love Bob. He told Aww. me I was being cruel to my son when I said that my son as a baby looked like Nyan Num. Nyum Nyum. Oh dear. Right. They're removing fast passes. Mm. Sorry, fast pass entrance, fast pass booths, they're removing those. And that is greatly changing uh, the look of the park. If you're remembering it as it was, it'll be no more. It's all changing. I'm not sure who that was. <laughs> I think it was Michael Cross. I think it was a little bit, Michael, it? It'll be no more. <laughs> it's all changing. Lucy, um, can you do it as, uh, <laughs> as uh, Nicolas Cage, please? I don't, oh. I, don't, I don't do requests. Yeah, if, if anyone uh, missed that, Lucy L- Lucy once did an impression of Nicolas Cage that went like this. Nicolas Cage! Nicolas Cage! Leave me be. Leave me be. I don't pretend to be a a, a vocal uh, performer, despite having a podcast. I pretend. Anyway, I pretend. Um, but they've, they are beginning, and I say beginning with one attraction, to change some of these entrances to premier access entrances. Ooh. So that's happening. Now, I went on the app today to have a look at the situation with the standby pass. Um, I couldn't book any because of my distance and proximity and stuff, but I just wanted to see how it worked. Um, it was quite ergonomic and easy. There was only one attraction, and again, it was Crush. As far as I'm aware, that's the only one that's um, gone on to be the standby pass so far. And it was posted at a 30-minute wait, which mm-hmm. is very good for Crush. Mm-hmm. The symbol had turned green, and when you clicked on the attraction, there was a little option to book standby pass. So I think it, it looks very easy, and if you can do it anywhere on the resort, that's a really good function. I felt a um, bit I just... smug when I saw that the other day. I thought... Do you know what? That's exactly what I was saying two weeks ago when we were all here. We yeah, and I maybe it. didn't and, didn't and understand thought, it. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought it would be like. I knew nobody yeah. on those fast passes. They won't need them. They won't need them. No, <laughs> it seems a good function. Um, however, no, this isn't a however. This is a you lucky beggars who live in France right now. It was half past three. It was Saturday afternoon first Saturday of the summer holidays in the UK, but the similar holidays in the rest of Europe. Trois heures et demi. The wait times, Chris, the wait times, Hugh. Mm. Pirates, five minutes. Mm. Phantom Manor, five minutes. Yeah. Uh, Big Thunder Mountain, 25 minutes. There's nobody there. That's true. And it's because of travel restrictions. It's because of the health pass restrictions. It's because of uh, the capacity is restricted, but I don't think that's it. I think if that was the case, there would be you'd, they'd be fuller. They'd be up to their own capacities, and we'd still be seeing wait times. Hmm. So, gosh, if you can get there, guys, if you can get there, you're gonna have a brilliant day. I am so jealous. Talking earlier about why so cynical, etc. I I had a I had a just massive mood this week. Just oh, a massive bad mood. You must be grumpy. Yeah. Because I always say I love to hear about other people's holidays and I'm not even being like, oh, go on, tell me holidays I love to hear. It's like I genuinely do. If someone says they're going to Disneyland Paris, I'm like, tell me every detail. Tell me where you're staying. Tell me what your plan is. Everything. Oh, <laughs> I'm more talented than I thought. So I just, I like I like to know everything. It's quite a good super as well. I sort of tweeted this week. It's like, I, I don't feel like that this week. I was looking at pictures on Twitter and I was just going, go away. Just because I just feel so, 
I feel trapped now. I've taken it with good grace for a year and I'm starting to feel a bit trapped because I can't do Disney. But we've got cruise, so I need to get my fun on. I need to get my fun on. We've got two I, questions. Yes. Sorry, Chris, go on. I was going to say, I can't wait to hear about your cruise. I cannot, honestly cannot wait for you guys to go and do that and have a great time and then come back and tell me about it and then put some videos up that I can watch and all that sort of stuff, you know. Or in a week's time, we're going to be sat here like this. No, 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 no. Oh, we because... We didn't go... No, don't say that. That's not going to happen. We're going to go. Just while we're on that subject, and before Hugh does his questions, we'll mention this again at the end. We are on the cruise next Sunday, so we're not doing a live stream next Sunday. I think Chris might be doing a little something. Well, Lucas is really keen, because mm -hmm. I kind of mentioned it to him briefly, so Lucas is really keen to come on and read the news and stuff, so we might do oh, a short 15 minutes. Cute. Put him in a little suit. Yeah, here's the news. That'd be cute. Bit of a chat about, Please, I Please, have him shuffling his stuff. papers. That would be gorgeous. Stuff, and then, then we'll clear off. Yeah, but we are, we're back on the Monday and we are going to do a live stream just like this on Monday and we're just going to talk about the cruise. That's going to be like our trip report. So if you've got any questions, then come in the chat and give us your questions or give us them beforehand if you can't get into the chat. Um, and it's just going to be our trip report is next Monday. So tune in for that. Right, what's the questions, Huey? Uh, well, one is one that I can answer. Uh, Caitlin asks, does DLP do single rider lines? It does. Uh, not many, though. No. Uh, I'm thinking uh, uh, Toy Story Parachute Drop. Ratatouille. Ratatouille. Um, Hyperspace Mountain. Yeah. yeah. Actually, you know what? A few. Um, Crush. Indiana Jones. Hmm. I don't think so because I I go on my own and, and I remember queuing behind. Oh, mind you, you can you, you can be in that ride with uh, groups of people. They just agree to separate once they get to the uh, mm. the end. Mm. So um, so I can't actually remember. Uh, maybe maybe. Um, so actually, yeah, there, there are a few. Um, but you know, it, it's probably about the same ratio as it is in uh, in the states, isn't it? Because not because not every ride. There's yeah. got a, sing a single rider line like Haunted Mansion. Uh, haunted, uh, if anyone's... Haunted, uh, haunted, uh, Phantom Haunted Cashew Nut. <laughs> if anyone's wondering what the deal is with single rider, single rider lines and what we're on about, a lot of rides kind of, they do four in a vehicle. So if you're a family of three, you'll end up with three, pe three spaces and there'll be one space left. They have a separate queue for people who are riding on their own single rider line to fill those extra gaps rather than split up loads of parties it, you can sort of put your hand up as a spare mm. as it were um and s quite often they move a lot faster than the main queue because there's lots of these odd spaces yeah. not always but if you are on your own it's worth just doing the single rider hmm. it's quite fun when you uh the idea that you are in a family photograph there's a you know, you, you got to look at the pictures and there's three in a family and then there's, who's that guy? Well, that's me. Mm. Hi. Hi, new family. Uh, the other question was from Mark Riley. He was uh, saying, a uh, question about fast passes. Uh, does that include the ones that come with a hotel booking in Compass Club or Forest Lounge, etc.? Now, I don't know this. So. They haven't brought back the concierge levels yet because they can't bring back the lounge. So can't really answer that. I don't but know. Probably. Are, they, are they booking them for the future? Do we know? I know they're not booking them at the moment. I know people who are there at the moment can't have club level. I don't club know if they're booking level. them for like <laughs> club, club level. Club level. I don't know if they're booking them for 2022, etc. So I'm not sure whether they still include fast passes. I don't know. That's something we could look up for next next but week. But they were they were paper passes, weren't they? You get a bit of paper, so. 
Same way you'd get meal tokens. Yeah, so just I, like, I don't know. Maybe there's all your stuff. Maybe they'll just mm. like load it onto your app for you when you. I think I think they're technologically capable of that, so that'll yeah. probably be what they do. Mm. Watch this space. That's what I reckon. Watch this space. Mm. Watch this space mountain. Hugh. Yes. I, I noticed a Jawa a minute ago, and it, it raised this question for me. And I just wanted to know, what's in your tiki cup? I was in a shop yesterday and uh, I've been I've, I've had my eye on this in uh, home bargains, although it's actually called quality safe and juice for some reason, but it's the same branding. Um I've had my eye on this, it's uh, $7.99. It's a spiced rum uh, liqueur, uh, and this one is roasted pineapple. <gasps> and I thought, that can't be any good, can it, for eight quid? But it's very nice. There was a coconut and vanilla one. but I almost got that, but I was wearing this shirt, uh, listeners, uh, to the audio version. This is a coconut-heavy shirt. And I couldn't buy a coconut drink wearing a coconut shirt or a bounty bar. They would have thought I was mad. So I, <laughs> so I actually went for the pineapple, but next week I'm going back for the... Well, week after next, I'm going back for the coconut. And that's what I'm having with lemonade. Nice. Can I ask you to drink it slow? Because next time I'm there, that sounds like my kind of drink. Oh, you can have some. Oh, oh sorry. I thought you meant... <laughs> I was literally drinking it slowly now. Did you see me <laughs> putting it up to my lips very slowly? Right. But it's not some yeah. kind of erotica at my end here that I want to and Yeah, that's drink what I thought. This is some kind of fetish. I won't, I, won't, I won't get through this. Slower. <laughs> but there you go. That's what I'm drinking. Fantastic. Yeah. Next. Right, <laughs> health passes have, uh, they've landed, they've landed in the park, so people are now flashing their barcodes, flashing their apps, they have to show the health passes. They are doing it at security, this was the question, when and how are they going to do it? They're doing it at security before the mm. bag check, so you have to do it to enter the sort of uh, Fantasy Gardens area. It is not currently required for the village or the hotels, However, this is set to change in an undisclosed date in August is the official line. So at some point you will need it for the hotels. I'm presuming they're just giving people who've booked but don't want to show a health pass a chance to get themselves sorted, otherwise they'd be stuck. Um, we, we reported on this, on what... Disneyland Paris now requires because we like to give people who are going to Disneyland Paris any information we can give them. But we got a little pushback, didn't we, Chris? We've we've had some uh, uh, some some anti-vax uh, comments on our YouTube channel. Um, hello, if if you were the person that posted it, um, thanks for listening and watching. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, I mean, I can't. It's it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because I don't want to alienate people. We've always stayed away from politics in every possible mm. way that we can because you know everyone's their own person and stuff but I didn't go out in that video to attack anybody for not having a vaccine but I did say that I thought it was quite a good thing I, I might have said that, I, that it wasn't problematic to me mm. um, but apparently yeah that means that that I don't have a clue and uh, that we should just stop with our 153 uh yeah. Yeah. He's really taken down he's really taken down the man, hasn't he, with that comment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the big corporate giant that is the uh, Disneyland but Paris show. I took down the man. I deleted his comment. <laughs> oh, I've done that before. Yeah. Someone has been very homophobic on a uh, video about um Anderson Cooper that I made uh, in the style of um what's it director called? Werner Herzog. Werner Herzog. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm. Anyway, 
Yeah. Delete them. Yeah. It's best just to delete them. It's, just to put my two penneth in it, I have no problem with it. It sits absolutely fine with me. But it's another country's government with different culture and different rules. I just think as British people, you just have to go, oh, that's what you're doing over there, is it? All right. Mm. If it was our country, I would have a little more heated debate with people, but I just think it's none of our business. And if we go, we go as visitors. So I, you have to assimilate, don't you? I saw a cartoon today. I think Bob shared it actually on Facebook. Um, and it's uh, it's two beekeepers um, at a beehive and a guy without any protective gear on covered in bees. And it said, uh, we did, as specialists, we did advise him to wear protective gear, but he thinks that he knows better or something along those lines. And I just mm-hmm. It's his choice. Things up. It's, yeah, it's exactly that. It's his choice. If you don't want to, it's do it. You don't have to do it. It's fine. Yeah. And that's fine. That's fine. That's absolutely fine. I totally agree with that. It's yeah. his choice not to wear protective equipment. Let's move on, shall we? Just, just before we do. Stung to death. Yeah. Chat to you. Um, I'm sure I saw a new, a, a new name in the chat today, and I just wanted to check with you whether you... Ruth. Yes. We do it. like to shout out Thank new you. friends. I think we've had Ruth before, haven't Have we? She's been oh, on before. Sorry. Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't think we had. Sorry. Yes. Fine. Oh, she, 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 was, she was she's supposed, about cruising, she was, yeah, she's, she's supposed to be uh, there on the 13th uh, in the park. So. Are you still going? Are you going to quarantine, Ruth? This yeah. is the, Why don't you the, ask? <laughs> the speed. There's me that you get responses when you talk to the chat. It's like, we'll get back to you in a minute. We'll get back to you in a minute. Because Hugh has got next thing on my show notes. Hugh oh. has got something to show us. I don't know mm-hmm. what this is. I do my notes. And he says, oh, just put on the notes. I've got something to show. While I'm oh reaching down for this, I'm also going to say that uh, Matt Chester's also got his uh, Jawa tiki cup on the go. And um, yes. Mac. Uh, was that Mark? Did I say Mark Chester? Mark Chester's got his tiki cup. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mark Riley was saying that Hella, who you know previously were featured on with uh, their sauce, oh yeah, <laughs> with the the ketchup, uh, also sells flavored waters in Germany. Littles. Oh. Now we know. No, now, I'm not sure I'd buy flavored waters from the same company that made you know, curry if ketchup. You, if you buy uh, desserts made by Heinz, I swear there's a hint of a bean flavor. <laughs> oh I swear there is. There is, there is. I've never had like a, uh, I've never had rice pudding out of a plastic bowl that's previously had baked beans in and it just, it imparts just a, the slightest hint of bean. Well, that's why I stopped like. eating Waste Watch, right. Weight Watchers meals. Um, what are we doing? I just feel like I'm a lot further away from the microphone. Yes, but I'm always really quiet. Oh, so, all right. it's true. So I put it it's closer true. to me. I put it, okay. I put it, I put it closer to me. Um, <laughs> so, People, do, do you know what, right, I'll just do this quickly. Do you know when people send you a link to something and they go, oh, I saw this and I thought of you, and d- it's always wrong. I'm sorry, but they send me links to shirts and they go, oh, or opera suits. They go, oh, you, I, oh, I can see you in one of these suits. And I'd be like, no, you've, that's, there's a fine line and that's not it. Well, someone sent me a link to a, um, a, ch- a charity shop in Bingley for this item. And I was like, yes, Gemma, Yes. Uh, so she lives she lives near there so she picked it up for me and she's had it for a couple of months and then she dropped in her work i went in to get a computer and uh, it was there on my desk and what it is and i'll tweet this for listeners uh, under the hashtag 37 disney street oh that's nice uh, that's not the hashtag hashtag 37 disney street tankard 
because it's a giant ceramic Walt Disney World tankard. It's um, it's got Main Street on it embossed. I'll hold it closer. Chris is drooling to the camera. It's absolutely lovely. It was about eight pounds or something. But the look at it's got this incredible handle on it. Oh yeah, like that's a, cool. With like a nice flourish. Um, let's look at that. And I had to have it. And we've got enough cups. We've got way too many cups, actually. It's a one-in-one-out situation. I don't um, think that's for drinking from. No, I'm going to keep pencils in it. Although it's very deep, so once the pencils get small, it's going to be an issue. <laughs> so pencils that haven't been used yet, then? But New pencils. It's, it's got a love... Oh, look, it's got Huey, Dewey and Louie and Goofy on there. I didn't really, I've actually not actually looked at this. Oh, and Cinderella fact, coming out of the castle. It's all... Guys, it's guys, we're doing a show. Guys, blooming brilliant. It's blooming guys, brilliant. Don't get distracted. <laughs> okay. Right, so I'm going to tweet this picture. Ace. Uh, so you can see it. That was uh, really cool. Yeah. You did tease earlier in the week to me that you got something Disney that was really cool. And uh, it's true, you do. do you, can I just say as well, we've had what I presume is a new listener. Um, and I'm really bad. His tag on Twitter is something like Worldwide Attractions or something. Um, but I, I think he's binge watching, binge listening from the beginning. And he said, can I just say that your hash- hashtags on Twitter for the photos are genius because he's been going back and looking at all the photos whenever we mention them. So I stand corrected. UK Shadow like, Hunters. UK Shadow Hunters. I don't know where I got this worldwide theme park thing from. UK Shadow Hunters. Because um, I was a little bit, these are very convoluted Twitter handle, tw- Twitter hashtags. Is this in it? Is well, this irrelevant? Well, that's the point. No, it's working. It's um, working. It's also really nice. To, to get um, likes on tweets that you put out months and months, even years ago in yes. some cases, that, yeah. that are just a little bit of a hark back. It's, uh, it's mm-hmm. quite a nice mm-hmm. thing. So thanks for that, UK Shadow Hunters. So some, somebody's, somebody's listening and somebody's looking. Right, we've got a little quick little thing now. We're just Someone asked us a few weeks ago what Disney podcasts we listen to. Um, so, and we keep saying, oh, we will talk about that. We will talk about that in a bit. So now is the week we talk about... It was Mark Riley. Yeah. Mark Riley asked us like three or four, three or four weeks ago. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. What podcast to listen to? So... Who wants to go first? Yeah. And you can tell us in the chat, who you listen to? Is, is Chris going I'm looking, first? I, I'm just looking through <laughs> to you. Do you know what? So my podcast listening isn't as much since I started working from home, although over the last probably two months I've started picking up again. The ones that I watch, every, uh, that I listen to, sorry, every week though, are the Disney History Institute podcast and um, and Chat Disney pretty much and uh, and the Disneyland Paris show as well because I like to listen back and make sure that the audio is all right, as you probably imagine. Um, I also, the other ones that I have in that I sometimes listen to from time to time are Love of the Mouse podcast, Hyperion Adventures podcast, uh, and in the past, I've oh, I've started listening to um, a couple of, of the DLP ones as well, but I can't remember what any of them are called. The one I listen to the most, like I listen to it religiously every week, I wouldn't miss it. And sometimes I re-listen with Hugh, Hugh if we're going on a long car journey, is the Disney Dish. Um, now this is oh, that's more, one of, that's one of the ones I've started listening to because of you. Yes, thank you. More of an American one. Um, but the, they've been doing it absolutely years. And Jim Hill, one of the presenters, is a Disney historian. He's written books on things. And he always does little segments giving you the dis, uh, the history of certain rides, which I love. And then the other guy, Len Tester, he runs a company 
which I think I'm going to do a video about reviewing their website called Touring Plans. And it's a Disney, he's a Disney statistician and he crunches incredible numbers telling you if the wait times are this on this attraction, what you can expect from that and if the crowds are this and what the walking distance is between attractions and the most um, efficient ways of touring the parks at certain times of year. It's crazy. He's so detailed and they they just run these numbers. They've got people in the parks every day. This is in Florida, Mm. running, um, collecting data, inputting data and running these numbers. Um, now that's not really what he talks about on the podcast, but that's his background. But then his ability to, and oh, he also writes the unofficial guide to Walt Disney World as well, uh, with a similar hat on. So his ability to give you detailed travel advice, not like oh, which which restaurant would you recommend? Oh, it's really nice in here. Not that kind of travel advice. Detailed travel advice is phenomenal. So that's my big, big, big heads up is the Disney dish. But again, it's more if you're interested in American parks. I listened to Dedicated to DLP. I recently listened to their reopening. They're lucky enough to have people there. <laughs> I'm going to get rid of my bitterness. I will. Next week, I'll be all sunshine and joy again. Um, but they got to give proper on the ground reporting there. So listen to them. Chat Disney. Um, we're all good friends with. It's already been mentioned. Um yeah, Hugh, over to you. Well, on top of some of those mentioned, uh, um, I, I don't listen to that many anymore because um, I almost exclusively just have YouTube on in the background now. And I'll probably watch about eight hours of YouTube every day in a, in a, in a weekday. On top of, uh, I have about an hour in the evening as well where I'll um, have someone in the bath. It's like my kids. <laughs> my kids watch uh, Yeah. So, uh, but when I do listen to podcasts, uh, it's generally Chat Disney, uh, Vault Disney sometimes because they oh, were yeah, going Vault through the, Disney pretty good. They, they were going through the classics same as us. Yeah. Um, in the past, I've listened to Dedicate to DLP a lot and um, uh, Magical DLP. And uh, who else have we got here? Oh, there was one. Uh, I listened to all of these every single episode, and uh, it was um, Disney World A to Z. Um, and that's every time someone says club level, and we go club level. It's because on there, whenever, whenever um, she's called Bookish Bookish Princess on Twitter and mm. YouTube, she's got her own channel and stuff. Uh, but it was her and this guy Josh that did it, and then he left, and she did it for a bit longer on her own. Uh, but whenever she says club level, it sounds like she's saying club level. Mm. So that's where we got that from. But yeah, that's, uh, that's about it, I think. There's yeah. also I listen. I I what's I listen to these regularly. It's kind of a dip in when I just kind of want a podcast and I've listened to everything else. I listen to Disney Dream Girls. They're quite good. And a couple of Northern Lasses as well. Mm. <laughs> Indeed. The TTA podcast, but it's very Disney World specific, says Caitlin. Ooh. Haven't listened to the TTA. I do listen to, I'm trying to stay away from telling you about the Walt Disney World ones I do, because I've already told you about Disney Dish. Um, and I know this Disneyland Paris show, but I listened to, oh, when I was doing Run Disney, I listened to the Joyful Miles, which is a bunch oh. of people who just do Run Disney races all the time. Because there's like far a year in America, then they come over to Paris to do the Paris one. They used to do the California one, but that got shut down. And so they're just, they're either training or they're there. So I used to listen to Joyful Miles and um, Walt Disney World Prep to go. WDW prep to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ruth Frogson actually, it, 
is going to quarantine, but she's uh, works in the school, so it won't be an issue. Should ah, ah, there we go. Right. We considered that, but it's very cruel to quarantine a six-year-old during the six-week holidays, if you get me meaning. Mm. Mm. I've tweeted that picture, by the way, if anyone's uh, watching and wants a, a, a better image of this tankard, it's hashtag on Twitter, hashtag 37 Disney Street tankard, and I'll put it on Instagram too. I've just realised, though, that answer means that Ruth is going. You are going on the 13th. Mm-hmm. That's a yes. Mm. Oh, my goodness, that is so exciting. Because I know so few people who are actually going this summer, and I know, usually know loads. Oh, do come back and tell us things. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Send us video. <laughs> yeah. Give us a little trip report. I'm not making work for you. I'm not making no. homework. It's making work for holidays. me. But, if, you know, if you've got, like, our top tips, this was different, we'll read them out. That is very exciting, mm-hmm. Ruth, because we know nothing right now. We're not there. We've got a follow-up question from Mark, who, uh, Riley, again, it says, uh, what, in your opinions, is missing from DLP podcasts? Well, anything that's missing, uh, that's where we come in. <laughs> Yeah. We provide the, the humour, the humour and the sex appeal. Yeah, yeah, sex appeal is missing. <laughs> um, I don't know. There's oh. there's a podcast for whatever you fancy. Really, there are a few kind of detailed historical ones out there that are quite dry, which I really like. Hugh likes banterific ones, and mm. yeah, uh, no, Caitlin. There's no um, date on the tankard because she's saying it could be from the uh, Germany Pavilion. Um, mm-hmm. Could be, couldn't it? Um, I've seen it on eBay. But I should look at see what the description is on eBay. I've seen uh, about 20, twenty quid on eBay. There's a a Facebook page, Hugh, that I'm on that's uh, like vintage Disney or something, and people post the things on and say, "Can you tell me something about this, please?" So you can always post it on there and say, "Can you tell me mm. something about this, please?" And then I could tell you. Or just, but also, I like the mystery. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want to say it's what's like, it worth? Just paid eight pounds yeah. for this. What's it worth? Yeah, come on, what's it worth? I would guarantee that was pre-2000. I just, I can't see that being manufactured in that way. Yeah. So, yeah, that's bona fide antique then. It's going nowhere near the kitchen because this floor will eat it. Oh, is, tiled is that, floor, don't do it. Is that do the it. criteria for a bona fide antique, that it's pre-2000? Well, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it works for us. I tell you what, about, it was about five, six years ago now, I heard a teenage girl refer to 19, 90s vintage and I died a bit because that's what I wore to six form. And now I've just accepted it because that, that's a proper thing now, isn't it? 90s, 90s vintage. Yeah. Levi's they love it. and T-shirts. Oh, they all love it. And there's a little spaghetti strap. black. Anyway, let's, not, let's talk about Disney. Yeah, the grunge. Grunge look. Right. So we're going to do a little armchair imagineering about mini seasons inspired by the ultimate princess. We're wondering what other mini seasons we'd like to see in Disneyland Paris. Now, Chris, you actually, as soon as we joined Zoom, you went, I've actually got a good one this time. Yeah. A, se- a sensible one. Tr- traditionally, what happens is we agree that we're going to talk about something and I turn up completely unprepared and then come up with some cynical uh, response that, that usually involves queuing and hairy belly buttons or whatever. Uh, but today, today, <laughs> I have a genuine idea. I would like to see... Like, like Grand Fiesta, Mardi Gras type, uh, type mini, mini season. And, and you could have even, like if you, if you take it like the three caballeros, you could have a float 
that is a magic carpet with the three of them on it. So like floating through and stuff. But can you imagine Main Street just being like a Mardi Gras? How cool. Oh, that? oh yeah, amazing. that is nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Chris. Yes. Like See, uh, good idea. Streamers everywhere. But uh, like biodegradable rice paper streamers. Oh, yeah. yeah. Meant to, I've been to New Orleans during Mardi Gras and there's beads all over the streets. I don't know if they could throw beads. I think it might not be um, environmentally friendly now. But I know what you're saying. That would be... That would be fantastic. I think it'd be awesome. The music would be amazing yes. and quite, e well, not easy, as in simple, but quite easy to just conceive of. Non-stop samba. That's, that, mm. that's what I want, just non-stop samba um, and uh, everybody dancing constantly. Pe people, they, they can't even go on the rides because they'd have to stop dancing to get on the rides because that music yeah. is pumping everywhere. It's just, fantastic. A, just constant dancing. Mm -hmm. Drinking, eating, dancing, more dancing, more dancing, and a bit more dancing. Very good. And um, what would you connect it to an IP? Well, or three caballeros. The three caballeros, I think it makes sense, yeah. doesn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very good. Did you have any ideas, Huey? I had a couple of weird ideas. Uh, one um, wasn't really a festival, it was just a game where you had to spot the white rabbit somewhere in the park. <gasps> oh, that's fun. <laughs> but then I was thinking, how how would you, like... A real someone, someone would, I don't know. I'm not sure if it would be a little one hidden somewhere or... But someone would have to be the first to spot it and, like, send it off and, you know, to, to a special number or something and, or account, and they'd be like, yes, you win. You win a big prize. It'd be called the Follow the White Rabbit Festival or something like that. Um, but my other, my other idea, and this is a silly one, I'll, I'll grant you, is... Um, it's called Disney World Land Paris. So they bring a taste of Disney World to Paris. So the customer service is uh, a lot better <laughs> and the snacks are far more... You're being cynical again, Far more Huey. varied. Um, <laughs> yeah. You're being cynical and, uh, again. I just couldn't think of a better idea. Nutella I'm just, fest. <laughs> I'm just bouncing off what you said with the White Rabbit. My little brain went, bing. I thought um, a very... Merry on birthday to Disneyland Paris. A very merry on birthday week would be excellent. Mm -hmm. Just having the Mad Hatters tea party and loads of nonsense and craziness and stuff going on. And all of a sudden, um, what's that tune where they have to change places? How do you do? Shake hands, shake hands, shake hands. New cup, you know, and they all yeah, have to yeah. run. And <clears throat> if that suddenly happened and then... Uh, the cast members in shops and everything just had to drop what they were doing. And when you've been queuing be... 40 minutes for, for oh, Pinocchio no, yeah. and suddenly, <laughs> like, change rides and everyone has to leave and go to a different ride. I just think it could be quite fun and manic. Mind mm. you, Disneyland Paris in the middle of summer perhaps doesn't need to be any more manic. I don't know. The other thing I'm thinking is... And this is really for us, you know, from the Tiki Cup and stuff, a lot of kind of nations are represented within Disneyland Paris, or if not specifically, then vaguely. But you don't have the Polynesian, Hawaiian, South Pacific island nations. And we've got a big soft spot for Tiki in our house, just mm -hmm. aesthetically. And I just think a, a tropical, a tropical week or it's not really tropical, is it? A month. A tropical month. Is it tropical, though? Uh, South Pacific. Yes, it is, isn't it? You could just call it tropical and that would... Uh, Cover loads of things. Whatever you want. It would be a lot of pineapple whips mm -hmm. and you know, it's, things. It's dark outside behind you now. I know. And at the beginning of this show, it wasn't. 
What does that tell you? Mm. <laughs> We've been going on for ages. No, it's only quarter past. Have our lovely chat friends got anything they can add to this? Caitlin says the Food and Wine Festival would be nice. Food and Wine, Flower and Garden and Art seem like festivals DLP should have. I know it's like... We do have, we the, do kind of have a Food and Wine Festival. Yeah, kind yeah. Kind of. But it's not, I mean, it's not like... It's very half half. It's not known, is it, compared to... Yeah. I mean, like, we've, we've, we've been there uh, when there's been like, like a mini Christmas market and you get a... You get a a more impressive Christmas market at any town in the UK at Christmas. Well, you're like, European, Come on, Disney. No, what it is, is it's, um, if you've never yeah. been when this is on, they have it in the autumn and the winter. They have the Festival de Gourmand and then they have the Christmas one. I can't remember what they're called because it's in French. Um, but it goes down the path towards Place de Remy and it blends in with Plaster Remy very well because it, it's already set up like that so mm. to have market stalls there so it doesn't stand out like this is new and unique the food is fantastic they have they're not just serving burger stand stuff it's really lovely beef version yarns and escargot and um deep fried brie and lovely french food Rough that you flat. can stop and eat but there's something about it that it almost feels like it should be there always. It doesn't yeah. feel like it's a festival. It doesn't feel like it's something new and added. And they don't advertise it like one really. At least, in the, surprise. at least in the village, because they occasionally have a couple of stands in the village. And I just think there should mm. be, there's room for like stands there all the time. Because but... what they have is really good. They could just make, they could put more bells and whistles on it, basically. Mm. Because the quality is there. They just mm -hmm. don't make a big fuss of it, unfortunately. Suggestion from Cecilia. Says uh, it would be interesting to uh, to see a midsummer season, many flowers and such. Yeah. Cecilia, um, really feel that difference in season because you know yeah. when you go at Halloween, you know when you go at Christmas. It would be lovely to have a. They did used to have swing into spring, which was then replaced with pirates and princesses, which is a brilliant season. If we, if that I comes am a back. I am a princess. <laughs> if that comes back, go on a Pirates and Princesses. It's fantastic. But it's not uniquely spring. It would be nice to sort of feel like you've got, um, well, midsummer, which is saying, but to have a flower-based thing would be um, beautiful. I agree. Ruth says, uh, I know they have Halloween, but I'd love to see uh, a Day of the Dead-themed event based on Coco with all the music. A bit morbid, I suppose, though. They do do that. That's their current um, decorations in Frontierland. Not yeah. all of Frontierland. Yeah. Sort of up the right-hand side of Frontierland. Mm -hmm. They do do uh, Dio de Mortis stuff up there. Where but, are they going to put Dante now that now the Kona Shame has disappeared and, and is actually exactly. there? They could do more with it because they don't do the music. They don't particularly do the merch. They, don't, they, they really could. Again, they could do a bit more with that. It's there. But it's um, yeah. What happens to these statues? A massive Dante statue that's there for about five minutes. Having said <laughs> just that, just stuck them behind the trees and stuff. Yeah. We're <laughs> having this discussion when we've had over a year with none of these events, and we're potentially going to have another six months with none of these events fully, fully realised. Mm. So we're going, oh, they should do this, they should do that. There's probably an events team in an office somewhere going, we know, <laughs> we're on it. And I think I think 2022 is going to be absolutely stellar. I'm hoping to go for the 30th in Ooh. April. Fingers Ooh. crossed. 
And I really, I really think that they're going to be like the rest of us. They're going to be so bored of holding it back. I think they will let rip with creativity next year. See, see I think that we'll end up going just before things get good, which uh, it, it's going to be a kick in the teeth, isn't it? But at the same time, it would still be nice to go in February. Yeah. But it's going to be just before the Avengers stuff opens, I imagine. And... Uh, well, that's the other thing. We're going to get our annual passes renewed because we want to go as early on in the Avengers thing as possible. Mm. We we would like to go for the 30th and just a few of the, We want the flexibility to go. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Mark says, uh, Mark Riley again, how about an annual Fast Pass Festival where skipping the line is free? Radical, I know, but would be popular. I'm going to put this out there. I think Mark has had a beer. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, if everyone could skip the line, no one would be skipping the line. Do you see what I'm saying? That's, that sounds like an old proverb. Yeah. <laughs> if everyone is skipping the line, then no, no one, one is skipping, skipping the line. You end up a little little bit Escher then, don't you? In space, no one is skipping the line. Mm. <laughs> right. I'm I'm actually going to wrap this up, guys, because we do <gasps> have a classics. Oh, no. Oh, sorry. The I next don't thing. Know. Hand to Chris for competition <laughs> details. What does that mean, Chris? We've got nothing to talk about today, she said. I said, oh, well, actually, I've got something to talk about. And then she tried to wrap up before I'd done it. No, it's because Hugh said 45 minutes tops tonight. Oh, he said, and I just I looked at the clock and it was 45 minutes. Go on, Chris. Right. So basically, right. It, it comes down to this. As you know, we've been talking quite a lot recently about audio when we've been together, our audio isn't great. When we're apart, it's not too bad, but it's still not as good as it used to be before we did video and stuff. So um, we've been trying to do some stuff. The other week, I showed you a mixing desk uh, that we bought. It was rubbish, so I sent it back. Um, oh, it sounds like that I went to the zoo book list, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so, but with, with That's not that, my mis- mixing desk. With that Patreon money, I then went and purchased this, which is a, an audio interface. You don't really care about it. It's not that important for you to know it. But basically, um, we're trying to improve our audio by getting the right equipment now, you know, instead of just trying to patch things together with what we've already got. So I spoke to a sound guy that I know who just happens to be my brother. <laughs> sound, he's, he's a sound guy. He's a sound guy, and he's also a sound guy. Um, and he told me what I should get. So uh, with the money from the mixing desk, I got that interface, and I also got a microphone. But we only have a microphone, and there are three of us. So... What we're doing now is we're waiting for more money to come in through the Patreon thing so that we can then look to upgrade and go further. Um, now, the competition comes down to Patreon. So first off, I should really say, don't feel obliged. And if you want to switch off now, then you can do. It's fine. But <laughs> um, what, we want, what we're doing is basically I've set up a pledge. We want to raise £100 to be able to buy these two microphones so that we can have all our audio working fantastic. We can do great quality um, podcasts, but also the audio will be much better in terms of what we're doing here on the screen as well. Um, so we've got a target of £100 on Patreon. When we reach that £100, we will buy the microphones. Our audio will become fantastic. Um, and we're going to do a big giveaway as well. And we don't quite know what this giveaway is going to be yet. But bearing in mind things like you and Lucy are going on a cruise soon, you know, they're going to be trying to make Disney trips. I buy books left, right and centre for fun. Um, you know, we want to do something kind of special and nice for all our Patreon um, uh, subscribers, our, our Disney Street pals, as we call them, uh, to say thank you for the support um, because these people really do keep us afloat with, with all these things. Yeah. Now, just just to that point, I've written down the names of our Patreon people because I want to 
I want to give you a bit of a shout out just quickly. So these are the people who have contributed money um, to us to help us to get our video stuff up and running when we've gone to YouTube, uh, to purchase these bits here so that I could get this Stream Deck thing that we use that I use for um, moving from scene to scene and managing everything. And, and every single and penny goes on Every, stuff, absolutely everything goes tech. on things to help make the show better because that's even that's if it's why just the wire that we need it comes out of the patreon thing and, and yeah so the people and we do talk to a lot of you on here anyway on a regular basis but the people who have contributed uh, today are uh, hannah marie piazza uh, caitlin thank you caitlin i know you're on today uh, grant prosser or Suze, who was here earlier and she's gone uh, John Blakeburn and Mark Chester most recently is our most recent Patreon. I also want to say thanks to John Salmon, who used to be a Patreon um, Disney Street pal, but isn't anymore. But thank you so much because your contributions as well over the last year have really been very valuable. So the competition really, it's not a competition as such, but it is, is if you are a Patreon uh, a Disney Street pal and you, you help us reach that target, then we will enter you into a prize draw. And I'm not saying it'll be one winner, it might not be. We could have two or three winners. We could have a bunch of stuff, and we just want to do something to say thank you to everybody who's been contributing and helping us out um, over the last year. Um, and, and Is there a way they can just contribute once, Chris, if they don't want to join a monthly well, monthly thing and still get entered into I mean, the, really, get a big merch bundle? Really, the way that, that Patreon works is, yes, it's a subscription service, but you can cancel it anytime you want. So you could literally go on... Um, you know, sign up for one year and as soon as your payment's gone, you can just cancel it. And I'll have a record of who's done that so you can be entered into the prize draw um, and they, then you can go away and never darken our doors again. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that's how it works. I suppose we could have done like a, um, I don't know, sort of a GoFundMe or something like that, couldn't we? But that's just, mm. this is just what we've set up and how, it's, how it is at the moment. So there you go. Um, I hope yeah. all that makes sense. Uh, if you go to Patreon and look for 37 Disney Street, we are there. And if you look in the notes from this show, um, the links are all there as well. Fantastic. So, it, yeah, Patreon in the description and you'll get entered for a merch bundle competition. Right. And I'll draw something for you as well, whatever you want. Oh, but it's got yes. to be Disney-based. Oh, and the other thing, when you do join Patreon, you get to make a request for a shout-out from Hugh where you can you choose do. a voice. And sometimes and he does a good job of it. <laughs> some very weird, about a third of the time, it's okay. It's always it's always funny, though. Yeah. Oh, and, um, you know, people are going like, are you going to draw something for me? Uh, I, I, I'm a professional illustrator, illustrator cartoonist, so... Um, um, Hugh, you know, Hugh did all the artwork lucky. for the show. Hugh does the, the, the bit in the bottom corner of a there. Yeah. He, Chris I mean, for, screw that logo. He draws the Beano every week. He does. He's what he does. Not all of it. No, yeah. yeah. Okay. Some a of couple it. of pages of the Beano. Some of it. I, th um, I think we can keep teasing things as well. As, as we get things mm. to add to this bundle, um, we'll, we'll, we'll tell mm. you about it. So we'll, we'll keep letting you know some of the things. You know, you know back in the day on uh, Live and Kicking, those kind of things where they go, oh, we've got this great giveaway and here are loads of things that we're going to give you and they'd like show you a screen with a big bundle of all sorts of stuff i want it to be like gadget that, show so. yeah exactly the gadget, gadget show, show. Yeah. So we'll just, we read we'll out the prizes for five minutes yeah. yeah yeah right we're gonna get going now so i just want to sort something out last week we told you that we were recording our loki review we spoke for about 40 minutes we had some really really insightful philosophical wonderful things that were said and then the god of mischief and then <laughs> <laughs> and, why? and then chris leaned forward and went 
guys, I haven't been recording. And we were all knackered. So we just, we axed that. And because it's kind of a week since it's finished, we're not doing it again tonight. We're going to do Wreck-It Ralph tonight so we can get back on our classics thing. We may or may not do Loki in the future. I'm just telling them, Chris, not to look out for it because I did announce that we were doing it and it would yes. be out on Monday. Yes. So I didn't want anyone going, where's your Loki review? You promised. Not that anybody has said that. <laughs> <laughs> so we are now going to go and record our Wreck-It Ralph um classic show so you can catch that uh on tuesday i believe no on monday yeah is that correct I'll it, yeah but the, i'll get it up tomorrow morning at some point yeah fantastic and then he'll post the podcast up yes Thank, thanks you <laughs> and <laughs> oh guys um and thank you all for being here you know where we are on social media you know who we are by now so all i'm going to say is goodbye Bye. Bye, pals. <laughs> <laughs>